0: Welcome <laughs> to number 26 of our episodes.
1: Yeah, there's the enthusiasm we've been needing.
0: <laughs> Last time, my energy was so lame.
1: <laughs> I honestly think that we do better not in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And like last episode was literally a two-parter, as in like April recorded her story one day and then we stopped and then I recorded my story the next day and both recordings we did in the morning. So I think both of us were just like, okay, gotta find the energy somewhere.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just like don't have any in the morning. I don't
1: know. I don't either. I'm not a morning person. What are you drinking? This is the new Mountain Dew flavor called Shark Bite. Have you heard oh, of it? Have no. you heard? No. Uh, it doesn't say like what the flavor is, but there are a lot of chemicals and dyes in it.
0: Oh, nice and super tasty.
1: Yeah, but look, oh, the shark on it. Nice. Oh, frostbite, not shark bite. Hey, and I'm mixing it with vodka. Oh, so, pinnacle whipped.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I have, in this, Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee,
1: butter pecan. <laughs> butter pecan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, pecans are nuts, right? Yes. So, they just doused them in butter and roasted it into your coffee, and then I put on ice?
0: I assume that's the logic behind that. I couldn't tell you. But have you had butter pecan ice cream?
1: Long time ago, when we were children.
0: It's the best. <laughs>
1: Cause that's the one that mom used to always get.
0: Yeah, I love it there, and it's
1: we don't have a Dunkin' out here.
0: Oh, I don't, I don't know where a Dunkin' Donuts is. I just got it at the store. You know how they, the containers of iced whatever. Yeah, that's I okay. got one of those because I was nice. like, butter pecan sounds good. I tell like
1: you, that's a very Augusty flavor.
0: Yeah, it's like you're dipping your toe in fall <laughs> but not quite <laughs> you're that. not there yet it's not like the christmas roasted nuts over the open fire mm-hmm. type of thing
1: yep. yep what's a
0: fall nut you'd say
1: pine nut no that's no, a christmas. spring nut
0: oh it's christmas don't they sell pine
1: nuts and i don't remember now i don't know uh well okay so fall nuts <laughs> <What> are- <laughs> acorns wait do we huh? eat acorns do people eat acorns no i don't, no, I don't i've never eaten. i've never had one <laughs> hmm. well they're <laughs> cool. edible by someone anyway, welcome to episode 26 <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway anyway uh so your kids went back to school today
0: yes they did i really like their teachers which is really nice yeah um axel was like today went by really fast <laughs> i'm like that's good uh that's i had to go to the dentist mm. and then i had to go grocery shopping which is disgustingly the worst because it's it so expensive that you got your
1: iced coffee that way right yes so it pays off in the end
0: it does pay off but <laughs> food is so much money
1: <laughs> yeah it's getting upsetting. Like, I bought, like, 10 items the other day, and it was almost 100 bucks. And I'm like,
0: "How's really? And
1: dog food is so expensive now. Yeah. When do your kids start school? So they had their back-to-school night tonight. So they got to meet their teachers and find their classrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought their first day was next Wednesday. But we were there, and we heard their teachers being like, Okay, we'll see you on Monday. And I was like, and it's, <laughs> he turned to me, and he's like, The teacher keeps saying Monday. Are you sure they start on Wednesday? And I'm like, yeah, the teacher's probably just confused. (laughs) The teacher. (laughs) I know. And I'm like, I am confident it's next Wednesday. And he was like, okay. And then we went into another classroom and the teacher was saying Monday. And I'm like, Like, you're like, they're both confused. What are the chances? I know. And I'm like, I'll just show up Monday and we'll see what happens. (laughs) It's definitely the first day of school on Monday.
0: But luckily, they're going to the same school this time.
1: Yeah, that's going to, oh my gosh, that's going to be so much better. I don't have to sit in the freaking carpool lane for 30 minutes at a time at both schools every day. Oh, yeah. It was the worst. So. No. I'm really excited. My kids are going to the same school this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's great. awesome. That's, I think that'll be nice for them, too, to know that there's someone at the school, like, that they're... Is Aspen nervous, or does she know kids that go to that school?
1: She knows like neighbor kids that go, but they're not in her grade. So oh. for her grade, she doesn't know anybody. But I think she's gonna make friends easy. She, so.
0: I feel like she makes friends very easy. Yeah. that that'll be good. Yeah. So Arya can probably start preschool next
1: year. Next well, she's year, she's three. She's gonna be three in September. Yeah, that's
0: why I had it in my head that I was like. Yeah. Three, but wait—if she's three now, then she could have started this. That makes sense. I understand. So that'll be nice when she can start preschool. Do you Mm -hmm. know if like there's a? Because my our elementary has preschool and it's half days.
1: I haven't seen anything about it,
0: and it's free, so that's nice.
1: Oh, that is nice. I know that when I lived in West Jordan, it was not free
0: (laughs) for the elementary preschool or any preschool.
1: Uh, elementary preschool.
0: Really at mm-hmm. the public school mm-hmm.
1: they had me pay i think it was like 60 dollars a month or something That's for aspen when she ours went. was
0: free really
1: yeah well jordan school district you know
0: yeah or it's just like my freaking neighborhood is the best and you should have moved here
1: but whatever yeah yeah it could be that too <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean that could be a possibility
1: <laughs> could be could be <laughs> so i'm catching up on stranger things i just want to talk about this for a second <laughs> i Guys, love stranger things i have been out of the loop for so long and it to find out that they started or like the first season was a few years ago and i'm just now watching it i'm like <laughs> how lame am i <laughs> you know you're very lame but i also think yeah. you're just a little scared <laughs> that's true i did watch the first episode a couple times over the years <laughs> yeah. i was too nervous to start it because i'm just like what if I have nightmares from this TV show? Like, what if I get into it and I have to watch it and then I have nightmares? Have you had a nightmare happy, yet? No, I'm happy to report it is not that scary. <laughs> 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 so I feel proud of myself for watching a scary show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would probably be worth me watching it all again because I haven't seen them in a while because they took that break over COVID right for the last episode or last season so it's been a while since I've watched the first ones but mm-hmm. oh it's so good well so I, know. I know your favorite characters share right. our friends
1: yes my I think my number one favorite character is Joyce every scene that she's in I'm just like my eyes are glued to her because I just love her character so much and yeah. her acting which, I got upset, because online, people were saying that her acting isn't good, and I'm just like, I disagree. I've never <laughs> it's seen so good. anyone say that. Oh, I saw it I saw it somewhere. I can't remember if it was, like, TikTok or Facebook or what, but someone's it like, has to be it's TikTok on the writer, they, blah, blah,
0: blah. People are so rude on TikTok. Yeah, as well. people
1: really are, yeah. But anyway, I love Joyce. Joyce and, what's his name? Hopper. Hopper. I love Hopper.
0: Me too. Love him.
1: What's that kid's name? I I am not good with the names.
0: Dustin, the one that has the curly hair and the crazy yes. face.
1: <laughs> Dustin, yes. Ugh, did you see that there's the Comic-Con coming? Uh-huh. And he has a photo op scheduled. Oh, really? And I looked at it, and it's already sold out. Of course. Yeah. Dang. Anyway. He's,
0: he's so good. Like, his... Yeah. I don't know. I just think that, like, they're... Characters are just really well thought out, mm-hmm. I think, and who they picked. Yes. And the personalities Pasting. of who they picked. Yeah. Yeah. The only person I'm not a big fan of is Millie.
1: Millie. Who plays oh, Eleven. Uh, Eleven. I'm warming up to her.
0: See, I liked her character, but the more I see Millie Bobby Brown in interviews, I just I'm not the biggest fan like I don't mm. not like her just not I'm not the, uh, the biggest fan of her as
1: a like, as a person yeah yeah humbleness goes a long way I really
0: love the actors and actresses that like just come across as humble and like they mm-hmm. don't want or need the attention you know right yeah. I, but I'm also just like I'm just jealous okay that people have talents and I don't <laughs> <The rest laughs> like,
1: is- like you're <laughs> just making money off of your talents okay
0: (laughs) must be nice
1: yeah just living the dream over there aren't (laughs) you
0: anyway do you want to hear my story
1: yes i do (laughs) i
0: guess that's what we're here for (laughs) um okay so this one's a little short okay but still important right to talk about um i got a lot of my information from local news like fox news um ksl obviously get part daily and then entertainment magazines, like Oxygen and People magazine.
1: Okay. Various news outlets.
0: Various news outlets. And this is going to be a cautionary tale, I say. Oh. Um, but I feel like both of us may have some experience with... Anyway, don't worry we about... We have some
1: experience in the issues at hand. well <laughs> oh, no.
0: I don't, I wouldn't say experience, but I feel like we've been in troubling situations that we could relate maybe to this.
1: Okay. 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 Let's see what that's about.
0: Okay. So Lily Conroy was born April 18th, 2005, in Monterey, California. Okay. She and her family moved to Springville, Utah in 2012 when she was 7 years old. She made a lot of friends and had a big personality. She caused or sorry, which caused many kids to gravitate towards her and her energy. Um she was a big hit at girls camp. She was one of those.
1: Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And if you
0: don't know what girls camp is if you didn't grow up LDS. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Our camp was called Oakrest. and yeah, we had and all is- the hoodies and all the t-shirts. So fun.
0: <laughs> and I always wanted my, I wanted to be a camp counselor and I wanted my name to be Tinkerbell.
1: Oh yeah. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. And I won Miss Congeniality in my group.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll have to say out of all of my experiences in the LDS world, Ocrest was the best experience I ever had. I loved OCrest. I really did. Because even though we were like there for churchy stuff, we still were able to like have fun, you know?
0: Yeah. It was it, was, it, it wasn't, wasn't like, like, a- like so heavily spiritual. Yes. It was exactly it was and it was all girls and it was just like fun activities and you like yeah. you
1: know? it Horses and yeah. Like we learned like fun songs to sing and we made our camps.
0: Which I unlocked in memory <laughs> the other day. Which one? Do you remember this song that we used to all sit in a line it goes, um, he is my Mormon boy, he is my pride and joy. <laughs>
1: No, I don't know this. You don't know that one? <laughs> Sing it for us, please. I don't
0: remember all the words, but it's um like, he is my Mormon boy. He is my pride and joy. And then it talks about, like, someone to lead your house or something like that.
1: Oh, the patriarchy. I mean, the
0: no. Patriarchy, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, in my head, like, right when I heard it on TikTok, because I'm a part of a lot of ex-Mormon TikToks. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. it, like when i listened to i was like it is like it's like blatantly like what's the word i'm looking for mind control (laughs) song that all the girls are like this is so fun and we're just doing a camp song and it's like (laughs)
1: and also too it's like where are the leaders you know right like okay 50 year old debbie (laughs) come on right (laughs) and we all had a debbie (laughs) yes
0: we did okay anyways okay Uh, okay was great uh but girls camp basically is just like scout camp but for girls
1: yes and it's not always religious it just kind of depends on what you sign up for
0: yeah also depends on your ward because when we did like ward girls camps Mm. it wasn't always super spiritual until the campfire was lit and then it was like spirit and the bishop
1: shows up yeah (laughs) it's like Spencer. everybody
0: bear their testimony and you're like you mean bury my testimony <laughs> <laughs> or, or you mean just what i i thought there was someone behind me but i think it's just their sprinklers
1: oh
0: anyways or just recite the same thing you've said since you were eight years old right right okay anyway she anyway. was one of those like super like hyper girls like girls can't basically like just people flock to her right
1: yeah
0: um she also worked at Maggleby's restaurant for two years um she was well loved by co-workers and her customers and she would always give like a family discount she was also a girl who lived lived her life how she wanted so naturally she would sneak out of the house as mm-hmm. all teens do yeah um did you, do you ever
1: sneak out <laughs> yeah when? Uh,
0: there is this one time in eighth grade that i snuck out and ran away to michael's house do you remember that
1: did mom know about that
0: yeah josh came and got me brother josh
1: i don't think i do remember let that let me you tell you the caught? most
0: embarrassing story and i okay. i feel shame about it even now <laughs> okay so i feel really stupid um like thinking back i just like ugh, i'm so embarrassed okay so, Grandpa Peterson was at our house.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow, so this goes way back in time.
0: It was eighth grade, and we hadn't seen him for a couple years, and he just shows up. And, like, Okay. are just like, bluff, you know?
1: So, we have a grandpa that we don't see very often. Or ever. Yeah, and he just kind of gives off a vibe. Yeah. If I we'll go ahead and tell your story. Okay. <laughs> so, that was just Dude. my own little insert. I don't yeah, want to say so. too much, but just... So...
0: so i left a note on the dryer in the garage and i said i'm running away (laughs) i'm gonna gonna be at michael's house and don't follow me or something like that and Hmm. i was just like i just don't feel loved or whatever dramatic Mm -hmm. eighth grade situation my brain was in yeah and so i said i'm running away to michael's house so michael Rode his bike from his house, like, three miles away. Yeah, I remember. More than that. Five? Anyway, far away from me. He rode his bike all the way to our house. Mm -hmm. I had a little backpack of clothes, and I got on the pegs of his bike, and he (laughs) rode his bike all the way to his house, again. (laughs) Yeah,
1: with you on it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and then we were all in the backyard, like, a big group of friends. It was Michael and Angela and, like, all the troubled yeah. kids
1: yes uh, the middle school gang that we used to hang out with <laughs>
0: yeah and and I was just like feeling all badass and I was 14 and I was like ah, yeah, yeah my mom can't tell me what to do <laughs> I'm a free soul <laughs> yeah. I'm free and living my wildest dreams and right. so then like 20 minutes later <laughs> probably not even that but 20 minutes later Brother Josh walks into his backyard pissed. <laughs> like, he was pissed. He's like, Storms, he's like, Get in the car. And I almost shit my pants. I'm not <laughs> even kidding you. <laughs> like, it was prairie dogging at this point. And I was yeah, you're like, like, Should I get
1: in the trunk? <laughs> yeah, I was
0: like, Are going to kill me? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said, I remember saying no. Oh, like, really? I got balls. <laughs> I was like, No. And Josh was like, Get in the car. And so I get in, I'm like, mm-hmm. bye guys, you know, I'm like, <laughs> how lame is this? That I get in the car and it was like silent the whole way home. And he was like, well, and then I remember him saying like, that was so stupid. <laughs> 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 and I was like, like folding my arms but and looking invented. out the window. <laughs> and I remember getting home and mom was so mad because grandpa was there who never visits
1: right and like so, that then, happened to happen the time like, it So like mom has everything under control <laughs> right.
0: and it's funny because I one shows the very worst timing but two in my head I was like she's distracted <laughs> so.
1: right she's busy <laughs> yeah
0: so this is my perfect for opportunity guest to attend to <laughs> yeah but yeah. now <laughs> I'm like how embarrassing is that where I'm just like but thinking that I'm gonna be, yeah,
1: I think that we all have those moments
0: <laughs> for real, though. Um, yes,
1: yeah, so there's a peek into my and April's uh teenage years, <laughs> our <yeah>. angsty years. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my gosh, and it's funny because I wasn't even that angsty of a child.
1: You just like have I, a moment,
0: <laughs> like I had, I feel like I had like a split second compared to most people
1: yeah compared to mine
0: yeah yeah <laughs> we won't to get into it. it well yeah well i think we might get there but anyway. eventually
1: eventually Just stay tuned yeah
0: <laughs> okay so her parents eventually had to install security cameras to know when she left the house and like monitor what she was doing but mm-hmm. as when there's a will there's a way for a teenage mm-hmm. girl and she was mm-hmm. still able to avoid the cameras right i mean you figure it out. Okay. So Lily was in her junior year last year at Springville High School and had begun dating Maceo Conga. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Okay. Um, He was 19. So he had graduated high school the year before. And how old is she now? She's 17. Okay. And he was 19.
1: So she was like a sophomore when he was a senior and then he graduated. Yeah. Yeah okay
0: okay so um her and miss so lily and Maseo had grown up in the same neighborhood right they were um mm-hmm. in that same springville neighborhood in the same ward their families knew each other
1: oh so their lds yeah okay um
0: and so he was on the football team and she played softball and volleyball okay so as all high school relationships are difficult to navigate right mm-hmm. i mean the drama the theatrics. the
1: drama <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the drama um, and
1: the theatrics
0: <laughs> yeah, right um like it's just no it's not surprising when they end right it's just yeah, like, yeah. especially where she's still in high school and he had graduated it's yeah. likely that they're going to go their separate ways right for sure
1: cuz he's like you know an adult now
0: right yeah he's like moving on and, and she's she, going to spanish
1: class every yeah day. And she's so. like
0: i'm in sixth period and right. i cannot go and get food but i will in seventh period because it's math and i hate it I'm just
1: kidding <laughs> right okay. select that one yeah who cares
0: <laughs> um anyway so yeah it it got rocky obviously yeah so um on may 17th 2022 oh shit So, May 17th of this year, Lily and Maceo broke up. (sighs) I know. Did you see it coming? I did. So, the conversation did not go well, right? Um, Okay. The exact conversation is unknown currently, but we do know that Maceo threatened Lily for breaking up with him.
1: In what way? Like with her life or like with like blackmail or something?
0: No like violently threatened oh. her and yeah oh no so that's on may 17th right yeah may 18th the next day mm-hmm. at three fifteen
1: mm-hmm. p.m mm-hmm.
0: maceo's family reached out to springville police and requested a welfare check on maceo and lily it was said that there may be a possible situation and a firearm is missing from their home.
1: <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. Wait, so did Maceo, did he have his own place?
0: No, he lived with his family. So the welfare check was asking for them to find them. Like, oh, I wherever see. they oh. are, hey, they're not, like, something's happening and there's something missing from our house. Can you help oh, us? Oh, no. Okay.
1: Oh, no. So. Okay.
0: The police were on the lookout for Maceo's vehicle and at 3:19, so 4 minutes later, yeah, after that call from Maceo's family, mm-hmm. the officers headed to uh headed to Springville High School and didn't find anyone there. Okay. Soon okay. after that, Lily's phone ping placed her at Springville a Springville convenience store. So to gas Okay, yeah. so all available officers in the city, because th- there's a possible firearm, all available officers in the city went looking for the two at this convenience store, but they were gone. They weren't there. Okay. So all the officers that showed up at the convenience store fanned out in a four to six block radius. And at 3.43 p.m., Maceo's mother called the officers and said he let her know that they'd be at Hobble Creek Park. which Hobble is Creek. What-
1: Hubble I Creek. Know that.
0: Is, there's like a waterfall hike, Hubble Creek. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I know that one. Have yeah. I been to that one? Anyway, I sorry.
0: I don't. know. I know either.
1: that. I know that hike, but I don't know if I've ever done it. Anyway, go yeah. on.
0: So when police arrived at Hubble Creek Park, they found the vehicle. In the vehicle, they found Lily and Maceo in the front seats with gunshot wounds to their heads. Maceo was pronounced oh dead my on the scene. Gosh. And police said that Lily was mortally wounded and was airlifted to the hospital and put on life support.
1: Okay, so she okay, okay. Okay. okay.
0: Your face told me you didn't expect that.
1: <laughs> I mean no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like a firearm, you I, you can expect the worst, but like I figured there'd be more like a like a try to find them, you know? Right. But no, they just found them right away and that's pretty, just what happened.
0: It's like much whoa so it's believed by police that maceo shot lily then himself at 3 30 p.m just 15 minutes after his family requested the welfare check by police
1: wow
0: lily was not expected to survive um her family kept her on life support so her organs could be donated to local recipients in need um and was May- so
1: heartbreaking. I oh know. my gosh.
0: And on May 19th, the Springville community held a vigil for both the families of Lily and Maceo. On May 21st, Lily succumbed to her injuries and passed away. But in that, she was able to save the life of another. I just like, you just never expect it to go that way. Because you, th- like in my head, I think all like, okay, in the angsty junior high high school relationships and how they can get pretty dark depending on who who it is you're with yeah I was with some pretty and I can't say I was even dating them because I was a child but like when you're like going talking yeah yeah like
1: meeting up at the local skating rink (laughs) right?
0: you just like they they can get dark like yeah and it's,
1: it's too many emotions get involved and you're like
0: whoa yeah and then you're like "These emotions
1: they don't know what to do with you know because you're not yeah. mature enough
0: no but then you get you just get like pressure to like stay together because mm, say cute. i love you yeah and you're like i don't even freaking know what that means dude You're like, yeah Ugh. oh right hurts. but but then you kind of get i don't know for me Mm-hmm. in that experience I said yes to too many things because I felt like if I didn't something bad would happen mm-hmm. and then
1: or like your, that, re- re- your relationship with someone you know like yeah. if you say if you reject someone for one little thing like even just if it's just a kiss you're yeah. like oh you yeah. not, not yet that can mean they break up with you the next day yeah you know? and then you're
0: like but that's not what no you want. I thought right. we were going to be together forever.
1: Right. Oh, so Like, you lower your standards. and it's Well, whole-
0: I think a lot of lowering of the standards, getting into trouble I sh- wouldn't have been in if I would have just done what I wanted to do. If I felt strong enough in my own self to say <laughs> no to, like, not, not even, like, inappropriate things, but, like, sneaking out or, you mm-hmm. know, like, I don't freaking want to be out at midnight. I'm freaking tired. Yeah. Like, right. (laughs) You know, Yeah, because I wanted to hold up my, like, like I wanted to be cool. I thought that would make me cool if I was like, yeah, say yes to whatever. Or for whatever
1: reason, you just wanted that one person to be your friend or be your boyfriend or whatever it is, you know, whatever
0: it is. But you always just get in trouble when you're trying to please someone else instead of like doing what you want to do and I think
1: I yourself first
0: (laughs) I mean throughout life (laughs) just kidding
1: treat yourself (laughs) yourself.
0: but I just feel like you never expect it to get to that point
1: right like zero to 60
0: even though it's like all like highly emotional and like things are said you you I I always thought it was all talk you know when right but then I didn't want to be the one to be like oh hey I just got bit by a mosquito once.
1: Oh. Well, there goes West Nile.
0: Yeah, I'm going to die now. Yeah. This is the last time oh, you're going to see me.
1: Oh. Okay. Well, thanks for the stories.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let me be. <laughs> the one, one, yeah. My last words. Just kidding. Okay. I'm yeah. Kidding. Um, but yeah, you just never expect it to get to that point. No. But as a mom now, and I'm like, holy crap. Can you imagine? Can you yeah. imagine? Your child, one on either side. Your child mm-hmm. is hurt someone else because they got broken up with, and you're like, right? You you gave up so much life for one person and one relationship that ended. Why? Like, mm-hmm. it's not the end. There's so much more life to happen. You know,
1: right? Like that was great, but move on. <laughs> you yeah, know?
0: but then like it's so
1: easy for us to say now, though. You know.
0: Well, yeah, but then you think
1: in hindsight
0: as as a mom too. Like if your daughter or, or son get hurt by their boyfriend mm-hmm. or girlfriend or whatever because they broke up with them and you're like, you couldn't have really thought that this was forever. Like right. or take it <laughs> like if they don't want to be with you, I'm sorry, but that's their decision. Mm-hmm. Like I just oh,
1: like like you don't own someone.
0: No, it right? was avoidable. If, yes, if if that person had a little bit more like security in themselves mm-hmm. and didn't hold so much weight to what their relationship was, mm-hmm. but like it's easy to say now when I feel like I'm more mature than I was when I was seventeen, right? But because, but it's just so sad because you're like, why? it didn't have to come to this but what would as a parent what could you say differently to help them through stuff like that I I see mental illness in this Mm -hmm. um but we don't know I mean we don't know Mm -hmm. the whole story of like what their conversation entailed how their relationship was because it is Mm -hmm. different from the inside than the outside because you can see oh they're so happy oh he treats her so well but there could have been violence or abuse or mental or emotional abuse going on like we, yeah. don't, know. we yeah. don't know we don't
1: know we don't know but and it could have been just as simple as like she was like you know I'm a kid still and you have a job like, and like you go bills date to
0: pay. yeah you yeah. go date you're in college like because you- he was
1: 19 right what if he yeah. was wanting to go on a mission I mean I don't know but like what if she was like We can't be together while you're on your mission. You know, like, who knows? But I just, I think for LDS people, I know that's That's one of the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the biggest problems.
0: (laughs) What? It was like a will you wait for me situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, am I important enough for you? It's just like, yeah. And then they get (laughs) dear John.
0: They're like, dear John, I am now out of high school and it's not going to happen. Okay. Um, Right. But anyway, so. Anyways, (sighs) Lily's obituary says, quote, Lily was so full of confidence. How else could you explain her grandma sweaters, giant army boots, or her crazy skeleton earrings that she so often wore? She lived how she wanted with no inhibitions. Her outward beauty was only matched by her completely authentic personality and her unique sense of humor. Lily was survived by her two younger sisters and her parents. Lily's funeral service was held on May 27th in Springville, uh, where lots of family and friends gathered to share memories of her and all of that. Um, yeah. For Maceo, um, the conversation between Maceo and Lily is still unknown. We don't know what happened between the two of them exactly. Just know that he was very upset. Um, But we can gather is that Maceo was just not in his right mind. He just wasn't. He was... He snapped. How
1: could you be if you're willing to do that to someone? Right. No, you're Um, not in your right mind.
0: So, but based on the research that I did, I can't say for certain if, if they were in an abusive relationship uh, by one or the other person or if Maseo was mentally and emotionally struggling and I didn't have the tool uh, and he didn't have the tools to handle his emotions in a mature way. But what mm. I did find is some people found it appropriate to leave comments on Maceo's obituary, no um, tribute while saying the killer's parents supporting their rat son and his obituary no. should be taken down. But what no. I want to say is that we need to remember that Maceo left behind a family who's also grieving their loss and their of their son and their brother. Um, they deserve absolutely peace and time to heal. I just want people to show some compassion for his family um, because they're also experiencing an incredible tragedy. They they didn't see this coming. They, they weren't the ones that did it. No, but they called police. Yeah. got the search going, like how long would it have taken for them to be found, you know?
1: Yeah. It's you know what like- I kind of wonder, which I don't think you really have the answers for, but I do wonder like w- what made them look for the gun. You know what I mean? Because like I'm not checking I maybe I should, but like I don't check to see if my gun's there. You know what I mean? And um, then it's I locked wonder, up. So I wonder but... if
0: they and this is speculation on my part, but I wonder if they kinda knew that like something was off with him a little bit. Mm. Like, or maybe he came home and was like talking to them about what had happened. Like she broke up with me and this yeah. is what I said and like and then maybe he like stormed out randomly Mm -hmm. and so they just may i bet it was an intuition thing i bet you anything
1: that's fair to say especially
0: if they had any inkling that he of what he said to her when they broke up right so i think it just depends on that or or one of his siblings saw him walk out with it
1: yeah or if it was locked up if they saw that he grabbed the keys. You know, yeah. Like, maybe it was locked up, but he—I mean—he's nineteen. If it was know? in a
0: safe, like the safe door could have been open, or yeah, you know, something right. like that. Right. So
1: right. he's not just a child with a firearm; he's an adult. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. But oh man, how um,
0: scary! I know, and it just makes me think. Like it, this doesn't happen all the time, but it—domestic violence happens in any relationship. It—I mean. Sorry, not in all relationships, but it could be any kind of relationship. Um, yeah. As young, young as, relationships. Yeah, exactly. As young, old. Yep. And and it could be a boyfriend, girlfriend situation. Girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Any of the situations. Husband, should, wife. Yeah. Any of that. And so it's it's not unrealistic to think that it could happen as soon as high school. Um
1: that's so scary. Oh my god. I know
0: and and I mean I guess the only thing that we could really do is to teach our children what to look out for and on the other side how to treat another person.
1: Yeah. Never and, never make decisions on emotions. That's no, my number one rule.
0: <laughs> but also like and I'm not I'm not parent shaming either but like I feel like nowadays it's becoming a little bit less um woo-woo I guess to send your kids to therapy if they need it right and so I kind of think that I genuinely think I'm gonna put my kids in counseling in junior high not because there's anything wrong with them but because if I like I don't have all the tools to teach them how to deal with their stuff you know I you know what though as a girl so it's different
1: right well here's something that i noticed from stranger things <laughs> yeah. there's a a scene or a moment where i think somebody goes to see a counselor the cheerleader girl she goes to see the counselor
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's when i thought about it i'm like when i was a kid i think it was high school so i remember my art teacher went to mom and said like hey i'm worried about her because she's like really antisocial," and then mom put me in counseling right after that, like, but with the school. Uh-huh. And I thought, which this is like where like it kinda of jogged my memory when I was watching Stranger Things. So I'm like, I thought the counselors were there to talk about my grades. Like I never thought they were there for therapy. So I think I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> like I went there and like they're like, So how are things? And I'm like, fine. <laughs> they're like well we see that you have an f in this class and i'm like yeah because it freaking sucks <laughs> like i don't know yeah so anyway um counselors are for therapy everybody <laughs> i thought they were there to tell me my grades were bad to be honest anyway. same though okay I, okay
0: i okay. thought the school counselors were literally only there to talk about your grades and right. to help you figure out the college situation
1: right yes that's all
0: you're i thought it was around <laughs> yeah and i'm just like yeah. they're there for grief reasons they're yeah like i can go to them to talk feelings? when <laughs> yeah. like what i, ne- so if I never. so you're a high
1: schooler go i don't talk to about it
0: yeah you can go to them and say i'm having yeah. a hard time at home mm-hmm. or hey my boyfriend is being a psychotic weirdo and, mm-hmm. well, let me break up with him. So, right. So yes, yeah. you can use the tools that you have
1: mm-hmm.
0: and take control of your situation and go talk to somebody. They have them at school for a reason. They may mm-hmm. not be equipped to actually, like, help you long term. Mm-hmm. But I think they can help with giving you options of yes. how to get help long term. Or if it's literally a situational thing they can help Mm -hmm. you with that right yeah I didn't know I didn't know either I learned it from stranger things
1: (laughs) as an adult at 28 years old
0: (laughs) well but now we can share the wealth of information yes um but if you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts because you know he did hurt himself for hurt her first and then himself Call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255, or if you're in Utah, call or text the number 988, where you can be connected to a trained crisis worker who will listen and provide support and share resources that may help you. It's as easy as sending a text, you guys.
1: Like Oh, they allow texts you Yeah, don't have to call?
0: Yeah, so you can call or text the number oh, 988. Nice. And then you can have someone chat with you. A message to teens, parents of teens, or literally anyone, anywhere. It's important to know the signs of an abusive relationship early. Jennifer yeah. Campbell, an executive director of Utah Domestic Violence Coalition, sorry, said in a KSL article, quote, violence can impact anyone, anywhere. It doesn't have to be in a home. It can be in any form of relationship where that power dynamic can come into play the yeah. Utah Department of Health did a study in 2019 and found one-third of our youth report having been in an unhealthy dating relationship one-third
1: and I the other two-thirds are like I never have had a boyfriend <laughs>
0: <laughs> or a girlfriend yeah um what
1: my mom doesn't let me do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't date till I'm 18 what are you talking about
1: yeah. Um but that's um, crazy. More
0: than one fourth said they've been verbally or emotionally harmed while in uh, sorry, while in a relationship, and one in eleven say they've been forced to do something sexual.
1: One in eleven. Yes.
0: That's alarming. But I experienced that. I'm sure most people have experienced that.
1: Well, it you know have- what though? I mean, if that was a survey that was taken, imagine like answering that question as a young person. At that point, you haven't admitted it to yourself, to be honest. You have not admitted it. Because there are things in my adult life that I look back on that I'm like, or, you know, there's things in my younger life that I look back on now that I'm an adult that I'm like, I didn't realize what kind of situation I was in you know right. like i thought i wanted something but looking back i really didn't and i like it was just not influence. ready for
0: it no, yeah absolutely yeah yep. so, i mean i don't want to name names so i don't
1: think that number is totally accurate is all i'm saying i, I bet, bet it's, it's more than that yeah yeah i
0: bet it's more if they took yeah. this as people who went to high school like had already graduated
1: like after you, the fact,
0: I bet you anything that those numbers would be higher because I think you're yeah. right. I don't think people are willing to admit, like, oh no, I wanted to do that. That was mm-hmm. like, I initiated or mm-hmm. whatever. No, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a whole lot more. And either way, yeah. I mean, yeah, girls or boys. I think that there, are, there are situations where they're both kind of forced into situations they don't want to. Yeah, be.
1: totally. Yeah.
0: So, um, that's an alarming number. Um, teach your children how to say no when they and
1: no means no when they, when that's they mean the no, they can say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and stick to that answer. Yes. <laughs> like, don't let them feel like they have to change that answer because someone's like, "Oh, but really though, like, oh, come on, you know, like, come on." Yeah. Like, peer pressure is a dangerous thing.
0: So, Campbell the person in this article said it's important to look for signs like how many times are they texting you is there anything Mm -hmm. where you feel like maybe it this is too much or am I feeling uncomfortable with that attention so like look for things Mm -hmm. that are like red flags right
1: and you know, like, I in, wish I was told this when I was younger, because I do remember the frequency of texting was a problem.
0: Yes. and you With could some tell, of the
1: people I was with.
0: Yeah, and you could tell the ones that, like, got too intense or too crazy were the ones that texted you constantly. Or another big red flag, they obsess over your schedule, who, you, who you're with, where you are, and they'll show up t- to where you're supposed to be and make sure you're there. I mean, that's excessive, oh, yeah. but that happens. Like tracking you. Tracking you. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm at my friend Taylor's house. Oh, well, they go and do a drive-by. Are you really at Taylor's house? Yeah. Like, it's And, and, and,
1: and like you said, like, it brings you back to the why. You know, like, why do they care? Yeah. Why do they think I wouldn't be there? It's you a know? lack like, of
0: trust. And if you don't trust yes. them, then it's not worth dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's really not. No. Okay. Last little bit. Um, If you or a friend are in a relationship that's unhealthy, abusive, or dangerous, please use the resources available to you to help Mm -hmm. uh, them or you. Um, you can contact the YWCA's Women in Jeopardy program at 801-537-8600. You could, um... Call the Utah Statewide Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-897-LINK. And then a 24-hour Salt Lake Victim Advocate Hotline at 801-580-7969. And for anyone who's not in Utah, the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Nice. So I know that was a short story, but kind of long and like our
1: we had a lot of input. <laughs> but
0: but it's just, ugh. she tried to end it and it didn't, I mean, like sure. she couldn't have known it would have gone to that. But right. if you don't feel safe, I feel like at some point she probably didn't feel safe, right? Mm-hmm. Especially where he threatened her the night before. Mm-hmm. Don't get in a car with him, girl. Like, don't. Yeah,
1: or don't be alone with him.
0: No, you, if you'd feel unsafe, talk to your parents talk to Mm -hmm. a friend and say will you go with me or Mm -hmm. be in a public place you Mm -hmm. know like don't go anywhere remote go and do something in a public place
1: yeah listen I I went I tagged along to so many dates of aprils guys it's (laughs) okay to be a third wheel (laughs) okay all
0: right well my story is done um I hope you learned a lot
1: I did actually I, I feel like we had a really good discussion about consent yes and about dating as a teen and red flags. Yeah,
0: man, if I could do it all over again, the things I would do differently.
1: You know, if I could do it all over again, I just wouldn't have paid attention to any boys.
0: For real. Oh. I mean oh like romantically.
1: Boys. I had a lot of really good guy friends mm-hmm. that like I still think back about I'm like, man, like they were such good friends, you know? But as far as like their the romance, ugh, I just wish I just wish I just didn't you, you know, know what
0: boyfriend of yours scared me the most he was psycho
1: and you know he was just weird
0: and like creepy I'm sorry that dude was creepy as
1: yeah yeah guys he yeah I'm not proud
0: <laughs> no
1: that was watch him listen to this too <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> Be like, can you imagine well just you can beep out names so okay. like that way, okay. like, any names that we say that aren't, like, close to us, so you can just beep them out.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll beep that out. So, if, yeah, okay. yeah, You know who you are.
0: <laughs> you know who you are, you freaking freak. You scared the shit out of me, you. <laughs> you freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll shut up now. You can tell your story.
1: Okay, let me get my notes up. Is it a long one? I mean,
0: a little. I wonder if our, my neighbors can hear me. Well,
1: this is a very haunted story.
0: Ooh. So if your I'm neighbors excited. can't handle
1: that, then that's on them. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for my haunted story? Yeah. <laughs> okay, go okay. ahead. <clears throat> so today, tonight, I am covering a location that Ghost Adventures has been to, Ooh. sort of recently, and is also featured on a TV show called The Dead Files. You ever the watched Dead that show?
0: Files. I'm gonna take a picture yeah. real quick. Okay, go ahead, sorry. I keep I am agreeing. covering
1: the Leslie's Family Tree Restaurant. Have you heard of it?
0: Leslie's Family Tree? Leslie's no. Family
1: Tree Restaurant, no. and it's located on 77 West Main Street in Santa Quin, Utah. Yeah, no, I don't know. All right, so I did a fun little deep dive today because I was just like, what else can I put in my notes? And so I'm like, hey, it's on 77 West Main Street, and I know seven is a good like number in numerology, so I wonder what right. seventy-seven means. So I looked into it. Okay. Because I was just like, I wonder. And it's very interesting. So, in the numerology world, this address's this address's number is five because seven plus seven is fourteen, and then one plus four is five. Capiche. But why so, do you have
0: to add it so many times?
1: Because you want it to be zero through nine no no, one through nine for it to mean something i guess although i did look into it like there i mean okay hold on that's not true because seven seven is i didn't put this in my notes but seven seven is considered a power number because it's it's two numbers that are identical to each other it's a two-digit number where both digits are the same so it's considered a power number which just means that it has more energy to it um yeah but i didn't put that part in my notes i just put like the simplified number and what that means okay okay so this address's number is number five and when i looked into it i found that the number five on an address means that this place is usually a party house Mm. and it's very active and social um it's also a place where you may learn lifelong lessons Ooh. And these lessons are usually about acceptance, freedom, change, and facing your fears. Oh. And do you remember earlier today when I asked what your house number was? Yes. It's because I want to know what your house number was, like your number for your house. Okay. And yours is number 3, because 2 plus 8 plus 1 is 12, and 1 plus 2 is 3.
0: My house number is 381.
1: Yeah, 3 plus 8 plus 1 is 12.
0: Gotcha. (laughs) And then one plus two is three. (laughs) I gotcha. Got it?
1: (laughs) So numerologists, based on the number three, believe that that number has creative vibrations. So the number three, um, or a number three home, is a good place for artists and anyone in a creative field. But it's also a great environment for social gatherings, entertainment at home, and just general living life to the fullest. Hell yeah. Which I'm like, that's actually pretty fitting because you do have a lot of like gatherings at your house that yeah. I feel like always go well. You know, like there's never a fight in the kitchen <laughs> uh, like my house has had. So I <laughs> think you know who, <laughs> you, who you are. are. <laughs> All right, so I looked into my number and my house number is number one. Ooh. Three plus five plus two equals ten. Then one plus zero equals one. So the number one home is a good place for self-employed people or single people, as the energy of the home encourages you to maintain your independence, autonomy, and personal freedom. Hmm. In fact, it has exact or has exactly the right energy for someone starting a business, working from home, or just looking to discover more about themselves. Which I'm like that's very fitting too that is i have worked from home in my job i am a self-employed kind of person <laughs> so it's like huh. anyway that's so that was kind of a kind of a fun fact right
0: yeah that's fascinating yeah
1: all right that's all about numerology i just wanted to throw that in there because it's just fun um i got a lot of my information from a podcast called paranormal prep and another podcast called the spooky or it's the Spooky, the Cricket Key Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw spooky O-O-K-E, Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, my brain already. Cricket and Spooky. Cricket Spooky Podcast. Just kidding, it's called the Cricket Key. Okay. All right, From so these podcasts, what I gathered is that the hauntings at this location aren't specific to the building, but to the land that it's on.
0: Oh, okay. I feel like you could get that a lot in Utah. Well,
1: yes. kind of anywhere, though. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, there's a lot of bloodshed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of violence in this, uh, the history of this place.
1: Oh, for sure. So, let's talk about the land. Okay. So, Leslie's Family Tree Restaurant is in a little town that sits southeast of, Salt. oh, sorry, southeast of Utah Lake in a town called Santa Quinn. Okay. This town was first established back in eighteen fifty one and was originally named Summit City because it sits between or sits in the summit between Utah Valley and Juwab County, which I learned is Juwab. <laughs> <laughs> Jewab. 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 I feel
0: like I feel like we said that at least did once we? in our journey. Yeah.
1: I feel like we said Hwab a lot.
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway. Depends on who you are, I guess. <laughs> <Depends> on- <laughs>
0: How you like to pronounce your J's, you know?
1: Right. Okay, so eventually Summit City was renamed to Santaquin, which was named after the son of a Ute chief who was who had forged a friendship with the Mormon pioneers who were in the area at the time. But during that time, specifically in eighteen fifty three, a war broke out between the Paiutes and the Mormon settlers known as Wakara's War.
0: Oh wow, surprising.
1: Yeah. Have you heard of Wakara's War? No. Have you heard of Walker War?
0: Nope.
1: Okay. Well, I remember in Utah history class, we learned about the Walker War. Uh, I remember
0: that. I don't remember that at all.
1: You don't remember that? I do remember that vaguely. So I wanted to look into it a little bit. And I was pretty disappointed because here's the thing. In a lot of the places I found information for the story, they all refer to that war as Walker's War. And I remember it being called Walker's War when I was taking history class. So that makes me think that in the history books, they have it as Walker's War, right? Yeah. When you look into it, it's actually Wakara's War because that was the chief's name who kind of like started it, not started it, but he was the one that said, enough is enough. (laughs) You know? So we
0: whitewashed his name.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I just got really upset by it because I found that the mormons pretty much refused to pronounce the natives names correctly and would often give them european names because it's easier anyway so i'm calling it wakara's war okay yeah in the history books and on wikipedia you might find it as walker's war
0: wikipedia as I, has as walker's war too it has
1: both Oh, okay. which which actually is what made me find that it's actually Wakara's War. So I guess thanks Wikipedia, but at the same time I'm like, just don't even put Walker's War, like don't even put it.
0: Yeah, you'd think that the page would be Wakara's War, and then in the description would say also known as.
1: You would think, but anyway,
0: <laughs> to change it on Wikipedia yeah. and elsewhere.
1: Right. I think I can't. Can't you change it as just like a nobody?
0: I think I you know. can, or you can uh, like send a submission. Like
1: it. yeah. Maybe I'll have to do that because I, I was like upset. I'm like, really, guys, really. If you know that it's wrong and you're still not changing it, anyway. So Wakara's War, it started in July of 1853 and ended in May of 1854. So only lasted only lasted like eleven months or twelve ten. Okay. Um, at one point during at one point a ute chief who had befriended the mormons his name was chief Guffich. he secretly warned the mormons that there was a group of young braves including his son santa Quinn, who were working on the plat to attack them okay not sure if that was during wakara's war or if that was after because you know it was a pretty short war yeah. i don't know if that happened before or during or after but okay. he did secretly warn the mormons he's like hey there's this group of young warriors who are going to come and kill you guys, so you better like leave your camp, so the Mormons deserted their camp and their braves showed up to attack them just to find a completely empty camp. Okay. Chief Guffich told the braves that these people were good and that the great spirit had alerted them to leave before getting attacked and it said the story goes. That from then on, it said that the group of Braves, including Santa Quinn, showed a change of heart towards the white people, and there was a peace between the two groups. Hmm. Which part of me just, I don't know if I totally believe all that, because it's like you can't put words in their mouth, you know, who knows if there's really peace. Right. I don't know. I wasn't there, but. In 1856, the community of Summit City told Chief Guffich that they wanted to rename the city after him because they had saved them right from that warning, but he declined. Instead, he suggested that they rename the town after his son Santaquin. So, even though the two groups eventually made peace with each other, it's believed that the land was cursed by the natives who were forced out. And the curse targeted white settlers specifically, or Mormons specifically. All right, so now for some more recent history. The building was first constructed in 1905. And for about 50 years, it served as various different things like a post office, a Chevrolet building, like a gas station kind of thing, um, a flower shop, and a bar. In the basement of the building for decades, Different sources said that there was a gambling hall, box matches, like boxing matches, and a brothel. Oh. Yeah, so that's what's happening in the uh, basement, which, by the way, the owner, which I didn't put this in my notes, but I did dig into some ancestry stuff. The owner at the time, like in 1930s, was a veteran who served, I believe, in World War I who served for so he served for five years and was also in the boxing club in the army and it's just interesting that the basement had the gambling and the boxing matches and the brothel yeah. the other part of it is that this owner was also lds so it's like a brothel and your lds okay anyway
0: Interesting. i felt like they only follow the rules
1: when people are watching when it's sunday yeah <laughs> yep so right Indeed. so by 1974 the building was owned by a guy named wayne smith and during his ownership the building was divided into two sides one side was a bar that he managed and operated the other side was a flower shop that his wife managed and
0: operated oh cute
1: i know it's not cute so uh so wayne is the owner and Nan is the wife and the okay. one flou- running the flower shop. But sadly, Wayne died of a heart attack in 1984. Oh. So the ownership got passed on to his wife. Okay. And their daughter, Leslie Broadhead, stepped up after her father's death, and with her brother's help, they started construction on the building and ended up turning it into a restaurant for their mother, oh. who happened to be the school lunch lady. So they did this for her mom's.
0: story. What? I love this story.
1: This one is just so sweet. You're like, Aw. I know. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So they did this for their mom so that she could have a chance to be more creative with her, like cooking, mm-hmm. and so she can like broaden her menu because you know with school lunches it's usually just like a scoop of vegetables and a scoop of meat and a scoop right. of whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they wanted her to be able to actually serve good food that people yeah. liked. Yes. Yeah. Um, It was officially opened as a restaurant in 1986 and it stayed open until the pandemic of 2020. No. That was the thing that took them out. Doesn't COVID just ruin everything? (laughs) Like literally everything? No. I know. Freaking COVID? I know.
0: Ruined this family's legacy. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. What <laughs> <What a bitch. laughs> yeah. My feelings exactly. <laughs> so
0: mad right now. Can we like? I wish, I wish we could like rally. Yeah, let's rally and get it back.
1: So no one knows that they're going to reopen or not. Oh, okay. The interesting thing is that I found a listing on Zillow for the place that was listed, I believe, in 2021. But it just it doesn't say like if it was sold or not. It just says the listing is no longer active. So, so I don't know. It? Maybe. See, so, yeah, I don't know if they're like trying to do something different or if they're just waiting. I don't I don't know.
0: But it's it's not open right now. Mm-hmm. OK, no, no. OK, well, let's follow them on their social medias.
1: Yes. And.
0: Keep the apparently
1: one alive. they have some really grade a stones
0: i could that's i could go for a scone i haven't right. had a scone in a hot minute
1: right like we're a stone cutter when you need them <laughs>
0: right gone <laughs> gone <laughs> exactly <laughs> we can't have leslie's restaurant do the same
1: no is that Maybe what it's called stones are, cur- are cursed It's not even the people, it's the scones.
0: If if you sell scones, watch out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, know that it's not going to last long, okay?
0: (laughs) This is where dreams die,
1: so. Right. Okay, let's move on to the ghosts. Okay. So, a lot of different sources said that there is at least 100 ghosts in this building.
0: At least. At least. (laughs) Like a marching band
1: worth of ghosts.
0: (laughs) What if they Uh, were a marching band? Well, what a bunch of dorks these guys are. right? (laughs) Like
1: they just want scones. God damn it. Give them what they want. All right. Rumors that the building has been haunted started long before it was a restaurant. So like, it's been going on for a very long time. Not just with Leslie's Diner or Leslie's Family Tree Restaurant. Even before then, people were saying that there was some activity going on. Okay, I don't have specifics. I just know that it started way before then.
0: Okay, so it so was one of... a secret that there were ghosts, but yeah. there weren't specific stories back then.
1: Right, which okay. I'm, I'm sure I could have looked harder, but I didn't. So okay, <laughs> that's okay. fine. <laughs> one of the most common sightings is of a young boy who many believed lived in the area and tragically died in a drowning accident in the ca- canal behind the restaurant. Oh. Um, and I saw there was, I didn't put this in my notes, but like, I think it was Leslie. Yeah, I think it was Leslie who was quoted saying that this boy, she described him as having a bowl cut and had a very skinny face. And she said, which I'm like rude, she was like, which really caught me off guard because people in Utah usually have chubby faces. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I mean, I sit here
0: with my chubby face.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, how? Like, mean? no, I don't.
0: <laughs> I only have three chins. What are you talking about? <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> All right. So that was just a quote that I ran across and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, kind of rude.
0: But but don't you realize that you are in Utah? Right. Talking about yourself, girl.
1: (laughs) Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, a woman in a blue dress is usually seen walking through the restaurant, and it's believed that she is. Sorry, (laughs) I wrote this really. Uh, So, she's seen walking through the restaurant.
0: You're trying to understand your (laughs) nose. I'm like, that's good.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So this woman in the blue dress, <laughs> she, many believe that she's the one that likes to move kitchen utensils around. So okay. if you see them, if you hear them clinking, if you see them clinking, <laughs> it's her. <laughs> um, or
0: someone eating with them. So. Right.
1: Yeah, don't blame it all. Or the woman in blue likes to eat.
0: Don't we all? We're from Utah. We have chubby faces. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) It's those scones, man. (laughs) Those buttery scones and butter pecan. (laughs) Butter.
0: It's just butter, really.
1: (laughs) All right. So there are also children ghosts that are seen throughout the restaurant, Mm. especially in the meeting room, which the meeting room I should have sent you pictures before we recorded so you can kind of see, but it's it looks like a second dining room because there was a bunch of tables, but it doesn't look like it's set up for catering people. It's more like a break room with like ten tables in it. Okay. And the vending machine. Alright, so one time someone working at the restaurant noticed that one of the clocks stopped ticking and the minute hand started to tick backwards. And she said it did that for several hours.
0: And then it started going the right way?
1: I don't know. It, the sentence ended there. <laughs> I'm like,
0: it happened for what? several hours, but, but then there's more.
1: <laughs> right. Finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah.
0: But after its several hours were over, did it stop? Or yeah. did it go the right way?
1: Or did the batteries die after that? I don't or know. Did it
0: explode?
1: Did it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know
0: or did they get bored and just stop watching it we watched right. it for several hours and then we walked away <laughs> Or did they,
1: yeah Did they just throw it away after that like oh it doesn't work you know yeah i don't know interesting several times leslie and her daughter bobby have come into the restaurant in the morning just to find that the chairs were stacked on top of the cha- on top of the tables like poltergeist activity that's scary Yeah, Bobby, who is Leslie's daughter, she is apparently the family's skeptic, but she even says that there are a lot of unexplainable things that have happened on the property, and she was quoted saying, if we heard a door slam shut, I would try to make that same noise, but I never could, end quote. See, that's
0: the, that's when you can't replicate it, you're like, how, like, you can't
1: do it. right. So customers at the restaurant have claimed to also been given food by a ghostly waitress. How? No more information than that. <laughs> That's oh, all I could find. Elaborate. <laughs> right. It's like, what do you mean, though? Like, she disappeared into the wall. And, like, was your food ghostly?
0: How did she hold it? And no oh, one just man. saw her pick it up from the kitchen and walk it out? There's a well, you know lot how, of- like, objects
1: can be moved. I guess ghosts can still do that in front of you if you don't know they're a ghost. But it's also like, where are they getting energy from? Yeah, could be, I guess.
0: But, like, if you're, uh, like, okay, to be, to see a ghost, usually they are not as you and I are visually.
1: Well, sometimes, I don't know, some people have said, like, it literally looks like a person and then they're not there, you know what I mean? But how is that possible for
0: some, but not all of them? I don't know. God, the mysteries of the world I will never understand.
1: But you know what, it does make me think, like, you know how they say demons can take form? Yeah. Like, what if there's a demon and it happened to take form of a waitress and what (laughs) if they gave... The demon gave the people like poisoned food. I don't know. <laughs> no. I don't know. Just thinking, maybe Juvius. they had like food, yeah, food poisoning that night. Uh, anyway, so some customers have said that while they were eating, they would sometimes even notice the pictures on the wall would sometimes sway back and forth on like by themselves, mm. or they would like tilt
0: sw- slightly, just go. Pop. That would be kind of creepy to see. Oh my gosh! Right.
1: I feel like I would just be sitting there like looking at it like, is there an earthquake happening or what? So there are some not so friendly ghosts on the property. Okay. According to paranormal teams who have investigated the restaurant, the place is dominated by two male spirits who recruit other spirits to make themselves more powerful. So take that. So
0: there's MLMs in the afterlife as well.
1: I guess. <laughs> I guess so.
0: What a joke.
1: Yeah, I'm like, could you imagine being recruited as a spirit? You're like, hey, come on over here and haunt this place. It's like, but I already got my own thing going on over here. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like what what's the and yeah. like, what are they being bribed with? <laughs> How does this benefit me? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So one spirit is a man whose name is Henry. And he likes to hang out near the bathrooms on the east side of the building. And he usually makes himself known by either scratching noises or by literally scratching you.
0: Oh, don't like that.
1: Um, I know, and near the bathrooms, too. It's like, what are you doing, bud? (laughs) Why are
0: you so angry in here?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, I found a comment on hauntedplaces.org. And this comment was written by someone named Aspen and there's a huge moth
0: oh yeah i have bugs everywhere
1: i i don't know if you know but i'm more afraid of moths than i am spiders oh that is opposite for me oh i i see a moth and i'm like don't move it can sense fear
0: (laughs) interesting (laughs) i hate moths
1: creep me out okay aspen said quote i've been to the restaurant only once to use the restroom I remember while I was in the bathroom washing my hands, I felt something push me towards the sink. At first, I thought someone bumped into me, but nobody else was in the bathroom, and the door hadn't opened at all. Water had splashed onto my shirt and onto the mirror, so for sure, I was—or so I was sure—that someone had pushed me. Isn't oh that creepy? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is creepy. Um, there is an entity of some kind that likes to hang out in the cold, dark basement and it has a dark present that doesn't like when people are in its space Mm. according to a salt lake tribune article article that was written in 2012 there have been lds priests who have come to the property to bless it and bobby leslie's daughter um said it for a while it it quieted the activity but eventually it came back and bobby's a skeptic right right Okay. She was advised to t- to contact a chief, like a native chief, mm-hmm. uh, to see if they could possibly lift the curse. Uh, but in the article, she said she wasn't in a hurry to do that. She said, quote, it's really helping business. <laughs> People <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> Which I'm like, I mean, yeah, but if these entities are stuck there, don't you think you want to, like, help them get out? You know? Yeah. Like what if it's cursed? Like this is my thought, is what if what if there is really a curse like on the Mormon settlers, okay? And let's say whoever was in there at that time who was cursed is literally trapped in that location until it's lifted. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah. And she's like,
1: Well it's helping business.
0: It's fun for people to come and experience the ghosts
1: yeah it's like i get it in a way because it's like if you're a skeptic you know and you don't really believe it but also too like that's just such a bad look for the people who do believe you know well it's
0: like kind of bad juju bad karma is the intention yeah is like it's kind of like you're
1: asking for it then
0: yeah it's like okay well how selfish of you
1: right yeah that's kind of my vibe too i'm just like i don't know if i like that i mean i get it but it's also like i don't know It can rub people the wrong way
0: i mean i guess if you think about it though like people who like to do like um paranormal investigations Mm -hmm. some people can look at the investigations as disrespectful you know and it's like there are be who don't believe in ghosts they go and do these things and they're they're like, why? There's nobody. I mean, like, it's just mm-hmm. an activity. But it's like, well,
1: right.
0: Uh, I guess that's kind of hard because you just really—we none of us know what's going on, right?
1: Yeah, like exactly. You can't. I mean, there's there's evidence, but you still can't prove it.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, and you can't prove that they're stuck. You can't prove that they're yeah.
1: there's a curse, even.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Or if you. Don't believe it? Then what's the harm in yeah. getting this curse lifted or have True. a Native American priest come and check things out? Like it won't hurt you at all, and it might yeah. even bring business to know that you know, like you know, you're working with Native yeah. american like you're you're trying leaders. to do good.
1: Yeah. If you if it's possible, you know, yeah, yeah. I, that's where my morals stand. You know, yeah. so I think we're on the same page. But yeah. whatever okay so let's talk about the Ghost Adventures episode okay um this location was featured in season 12 episode 7. they okay so here's what they experienced so during their pre- preliminary investigation Zach and Barbara so if you watch the show you know who they are they felt a present and Barbara's heart rate immediately went up it's so like she started like her heart was racing okay also during their preliminary investigation they got an evp of a a phrase and that was get out Ooh. um also corey felt burning on her neck and a handprint began to form Uh, they also heard disembodied voices during the investigation they got more evps they got one that said i'm next to bobby they got another get out and they got We're coming back, right? It's like, oh, what does that mean? Back back,
0: back. all right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, um, hopefully. So (laughs) hopefully,
0: it's the (laughs) backstreet boys that are back,
1: right? Well, hopefully they have the same vibe, right? (laughs) Right. It's just a boy
0: band. It's
1: fine. (laughs) Yeah, no harm. So (laughs) they have. They were using a REM pod which I don't totally understand but a REM pod and that began going off and intelligently began responding to everyone's questions while at the same time everyone can feel the energy of whatever was talking to them yeah Aaron began feeling a sharp static electricity go across his head which makes me like I don't know I feel like electricity feelings are so bizarre you know even when talking about aliens last week or last episode like just feeling charged like that it's like that's not natural right you know um Ashley she's one of the investigators she so that she felt like something was pulling on the photos that she was holding and that and at that same time Zach felt the temperature drop uh they also caught an apparition a camera captured two light anomalies near Ashley
0: hmm.
1: during the investigation um ashley started feeling overwhelming anxiety so bad that she started shaking and felt like she was about to have a panic attack and that's kind of another common theme during investigations is that it seems like whatever entity is around it tries to make you feel the way it feels oh interesting that makes sense. at this location anyway
0: yeah
1: let's see they also heard a male a male voice come through it doesn't really say exactly what they said And then oh sorry sorry okay at one point zach started provoking the spirits as he does as he does and he was telling the spirits to scratch his back and on camera a scratch mark started to appear on his back and specifically went through the skull of his tattoo like it seemed very intentional of the placement and everything wow Um, and then Zach, so the next few days after the investigation, he began, like, he, he just felt like he was very aggressive and mean, and he even had several nightmares, like, days after that happened, or after the investigation.
0: Well, that's what you
1: get for freaking being a dickhead. Right, exactly. I feel like a lot of these stories, like, you get what you ask for, you know? Like, don't ask for things if you don't really want it. Right. Um... The host of of the paranormal prep podcast his name is josh and in the episode i listened to he said that they did an investigation at the leslie's family tree restaurant and during their investigation they used a spirit board aka a ouija board along with fancy ghost equipment and they had some wild experiences so i went into more detail about their experience because they had like specifics right yeah so first, the guide that took them through the, the building suggested that they start their investigation by just sitting in a quiet, dark room, and just kind of getting a feel, of the energy just to kind of like know what it's about, right? Okay. So they started that. They sat in, the, in a quiet room, um, and as they sat there, they started hearing knocks and thuds around them. Then Josh says that he started seeing seeing shadow figures move, but could only see it in his peripherals. Which I wanted to ask you, do you remember in the house we grew up in in South Jordan? Do you remember being on the mother-in-law apartment side of the house and seeing shadow figures? No, I personally
0: experienced that more in the basement.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess there are two, but I remember sitting over at Grandma's often because okay, at my April's house, childhood home, we had a mother-in-law apartment for our grandparents to stay in, mm-hmm. and our grandpa passed away shortly after we moved in, and then our grandma was there forever. But we often sat with her until late at night, right? Yeah, and I remember like laying on her couch and like. Same thing. Corner of my eye, I would always see something like kind of peeking around the corner, and then back up. And I just used to be like, "Who's there?" Yeah. And I I remember getting up and looking to see if it was like you or Heather or somebody, and it was never anybody. And I remember telling that to Mom, "Hey, like I'm seeing something." And you know, she told me she said, "It's just your mind playing tricks on you." And so that's just what I thought forever. But then like, you know, learning more about paranormal stuff. I'm like, I bet I was seeing stuff. I bet you were. I kind of
0: think that you have more sensitivity to stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I think I do too. But I think a lot of me just isn't sure. You know, I'm very like unsure if that's what I saw or if it's my mind playing tricks on me or if it was just something else. But I do think I am pretty sensitive to this kind of thing. I think so yeah and I
0: think I think too, like you can turn it on stronger. like I feel like if you let it, then you could like ex- experience more, but that's yeah. only if you really want to <laughs> like yeah, I would, right,
1: you get what you asked for, yeah right? like
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't dive deep into that unless you were like ready to
1: experience more without you know right, exactly so during josh's and their and his team's investigation they were using a spirit box as well as the ouija board Mm -hmm. um and the spirit box at one point a man's excuse me a a man's voice went through or came through burping a lot sorry (laughs) um a man's voice came through the spirit box and they weren't able to to distinguish actual words so they started asking questions Uh, Since they seemed like that voice was trying to communicate with them and the weird part is they couldn't tell if it was just one man's voice Or if it was multiple men trying to get their thoughts in because it seems so random They're like this doesn't even sound like it's a full sentence. It's just like And nothing specific just very random. So they're like we don't know if this is one entity or multiple Or what? Hmm. Oh, it's muted Sorry uh so all of that happened in the meeting room which like i said before i think it's kind of like a banquet room or break room of of some kind okay i don't think people are actually served in there because it doesn't look like you would be served in there yeah Um, eventually the voices went quiet and they weren't really getting anything on their equipment so they decided they, were, they would move on from that space to the main dining area to see what they might capture. So they went into the main dining room, and they decided it was a good time to whip out that spirit board. They lit a candle, and they actually spread salt across the board. And they said the salt helps ward off negative energy. Mm, so Maybe. But, and they also said that it helps the planchette move smoother across the board. Uh, so they all put their fingers on the planchette, and they all looked at each other dead in the eyes and said we're making a pact that nobody here is messing around okay like Mm -hmm. no one's gonna push this thing just put your fingers on it and that's it yeah they did that and finally one of them asks a question and they say are there any spirits in the area that want to communicate with us and they waited so long that their arms felt tired so someone asked that question again they're like okay is there somebody who wants to communicate with us and then finally it started to move very slowly to yes hmm. then they asked are you male that it moved to no are you female it moved to yes josh josh said that he made sure to observe the other investigators fingers on the planchette to see if it seemed like they were adding pressure to make it move to make it move around the board and he said it was wild because he looked at their fingertips and realized that all of their fingers are pretty much hovering above the planchette hardly even touching it he said there was a few times where he even had to remind the other investigators that they had to actually be touching the planchette oh. it was the most wild experience i've ever had is what he said wow um then they asked what is your name and it spelled out D E B so Deb Deb they said how old are you and it moved down to the numbers and said six. After they got that answer, though, it seemed like all the energy completely died, so they said you know goodbye on the board and they start and they reset the board. They asked again is there any spirit, who wants to communicate with us this time the planchette moved with complete ease and more strength than it had before and moved to yes so it had more energy to it okay um and it says are you the spirit who made the little girl stop talking to us and the planchette moved off of yes and then back on to yes, So mm. to say yes yeah after the planchette kept moving sorry hold on Oh, after that, the planchette kept moving around to random letters and numbers and everything. They couldn't figure out what it meant because it wasn't spelling out words or anything. So they're like, okay, let's just reset the board. So they said goodbye, and they started over. They said, are there any spirits who are here and want to communicate with us? It moved to yes. They said, are you male? It responded, yes. They said, how old are you? It said... It moved down to the numbers and said six, four, so 64. Okay. They said, what is your name? And it spelled out T-A-K-A-M-A, so spelled out Takama. They said, are you Indian? And he said, yes. Ah. Uh. They said, are you a warrior? It said, yes. And it said, are there any more spirits around? It said, yes. They said, and I'm just going off conversation because there's so much. Yeah. So they said, do you, sorry, do you know the little girl that we were talking to before? It said, yes. Do you have any friends? It said, no. Are you the guardian of the little girl? It said, yes. Mm. So right after, the ener- right after that, the energy died again, and they lost communication with that spirit. So they reset the board. And it's like any
0: time anytime the girl comes up, it dies.
1: Right. That's true. That's, interesting. That's true. That is interesting. So this time, though, when they reset the board, they decided to take a break. Some of the investigators went outside. Some of them went to the bathroom. Some of them just hung around in the diner and just kind of like looked around at the pictures on the wall, things like that. When they decided to regroup out of nowhere, one of the investigators begins laughing uncontrollably and then that is scary right and then the laughter spread so everybody in the room was laughing hysterically tears in their eyes bellies hurting laughing over nothing at all (laughs) the one who started laughing first was laughing so hard that she had to excuse herself outside to gather herself before she can finish the investigation eventually they all gained composure to continue on the spirit board. What does that mean? I'll get there. Okay. It said, are you male or female? It said, male. What is your name? It spelled M O. So Mo. How old are you? It spelled or it typed out five, nine. So 59. They said, are you the reason we were laughing so hard? It said, yes. It was at this point they con- they were able to conclude that this spirit was, wasn't sober. And was drunk or possibly on drugs because they were, okay. I guess, he was trying to spell words, but it's spelling it incorrectly and not really making sense. And they, Josh, the guy on the podcast, he was like, You kind of just get this thought in your head, and everybody kind of confirms that same thought. And you're like, Okay, we all are on the same page. This guy's not sober, <laughs> you know? Okay. Like, they all kind of concluded that, like, okay. And then they all, you know, after the fact, were are talking about how they felt and they're like, I felt drunk. Like when I was laughing so hard and I didn't know why, like I felt like I wasn't sober. So they all feel like that spirit basically took over their emotions and made them feel the way he felt, if wow. that makes sense. OK, um, after they talked to Mo, another spirit came through who talked about an ancient, an ancient shaman lady. With a name that no one knew how to pronounce and the spirit said that the other spirits had high respect for the shaman oh. Um, while they were talking about the shaman the candle that they had lit next to the board began flickering like crazy. Um, throughout their investigation they went to different areas of the restaurant and got all kinds of evidence of paranormal activity and I highly suggest you check out their episode about this location if you want to hear more because i don't want to spoil all of it you know yeah give them the listen if you want to hear more about his investigation but they got a ton there was more about the ouija board they got more communication from other entities but i think it just goes to show there's a wide variety of spirits at this location like yeah all the way from warriors to little girls to old drunk men (laughs) you know (laughs) So, so
0: yeah on this episode or that podcast episode did they have like recordings of anything
1: no Bro- oh.
0: that I it. it was just a guy like just
1: kind of explaining it yeah, yeah. it kind of seems like he took notes throughout the investigation and then made a podcast episode like i think that's oh. kind of what it's all about is like he does it and then tells you what happens after
0: oh too bad they didn't record it that would have been cool to listen to yeah, i know
1: there might be a youtube video i didn't look i didn't look but mm. Definitely look up the paranormal prep. they okay. had a lot of cool stuff, also the crooked key podcast they had some info too, okay. That's my story for Leslie's family tree. That's
0: awesome. I hope they open back up. That's Me too, but that's crazy. You, I feel like a restaurant i would I wouldn't really expect it, yeah, you yeah. Know? right but that's cool I think oh, I want to go I want to figure out where it is and see if I've seen it before because I don't know if I've seen it before
1: let me send you a picture real fast hold on then maybe you can like maybe you can tell people what it looks like hold on
0: oh no I, I've never been there I've never
1: seen this place before Doesn't even really look like a restaurant from the outside, does it? No, but it looks like a saloon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like a log cabin type vibe. And then Oh, that is
0: cool. I hope they open back up. If they do, we should go eat there.
1: Yeah, we should. I mean, even if they don't open up as a restaurant, or if they just like left it all there and just did like ghost tours, like if that's really where they want to get their business. Yeah, they can make money off of that i mean not like a ton but i mean i love
0: that they have all these old pictures on the wall too
1: yeah so that's all of the um smith family or whatever yeah i like it I i have a ton of pictures so i'll definitely share that on instagram when we release this episode but awesome yeah that's a good episode i liked it yeah it was fun yeah, and I was I was a little bit hesitant to cover this one in the beginning, like when we were first deciding to do this podcast, and I was getting my list of like locations to do. Mm-hmm. This is one that I was like, oh, I don't know, because like there was from what I saw, there was a lot of controversy about it. I think it's when the Ghost Adventures episode aired or something. I don't remember. But there was controversy because people were like, oh, like, they're just trying to get attention. It's not really haunted. Like, they're just trying to get people to their restaurant, whatever. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like business owners are usually hesitant to share that kind of stuff. I kind of
0: feel like it either improves their their whatever. Mm Mm-hmm their business or traffic or, or whatever or it makes it worse like
1: right
0: or no one goes there but I also yeah. think that like I feel like this seemed to have more evidence than a lot of other stories
1: yeah that, I agree like, like almost as much as Fear Factory
0: yeah yeah so that's like I don't know I think I think it's I feel like there's enough evidence that I'm convinced
1: I agree and you know what I kind of want to do because like it is closed. And they just say that the, the land that it's on is haunted. Mm-hmm. Who's to say we can't just show up on the side of the road with our equipment? Yeah. You know? Like, if it's the land and it's not the building, then can you still do an investigation from, like, the parking lot? I don't know.
0: Hmm, that'd be interesting. I keep seeing my dogs roaming around, and it's freaking me out. I'm, like, spooked for some reason. Oh!
1: i forgot to add it in my notes but i like made a mental note i did see somewhere that at this location also um there are often sounds of an animal running across the room Hmm. (laughs) that is larger than a rat or a mouse maybe the size of a dog and i was just like that reminds me of our last episode wasn't it the last one where you heard something like run across you like behind you yes
0: and it was like, my dogs were in front of me and i heard something run like big dog size run across yeah. behind me and it wasn't anything there but now i think they're hunting a mouse
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know it just made me think of that because i'm like april had that the other time like yeah. last time I it was. i can't crazy. remember if that was our on deck at desk episode or if that was the last episode i don't remember but definitely was, made me think of that it
0: was the last one i think gumby's being a freak my gosh he's so mm-hmm. annoying uh, well anyway everybody for listening <laughs> yeah thanks for listening to episode 26 yep and it took us a while <laughs> mm-hmm. that's okay an yeah. hour and a
1: half i mean
0: yeah we had a lot of tangents but we'll, i mean what's a podcast without tangents right right
1: if you don't like it just don't listen to us
0: yeah. I mean, listen. <laughs> there's many of those people who stopped
1: yeah but there's also people who have started listening so hello hello
0: and welcome, welcome. it's day. <laughs> please stay please
1: come back we promise we're gonna get better eventually
0: <laughs> i'm not gonna promise that right <laughs>
1: I mean, that would kind of take away from our authenticity.
0: It would take away from our charm. <laughs> our charm. Yep.
1: That's, that's what it is.
0: unprofessional charm.
1: Yes. Right. Okay. Well, um, yeah.
0: Find see? us on the interwebs. Right. And on the hmm. podcast places. On <laughs> the streets.
1: <laughs> Find us on the web and on the streets. And yeah. if you have any personal paranormal or ah. true crime stories, yes. Please visit our website at hauntandcold.com and you can submit it
0: there. Please, please submit stories. We can just read them for you or we could, if you so choose, <laughs> we could talk about it on a meeting yeah. and we can have it recorded and made as a episode for sure <laughs> or not
1: <laughs> or not you decide it's your adventure what do you want to do
0: what does your heart tell desire us.
1: okay well um next time i'm going to tell you guys about how i feel about the end of stranger things because i know i'm going to get there by the next time we record i cried <sighs> you cried that's telling i cried for many
0: reasons so
1: that's true. There's a lot of like mommy, like mommy moments that I'm like the mother's love, you know, or father's love. There's even Officer Hobbs or Hopper. Yeah,
0: I love Hopper. He's just a he's, good
1: one. Yeah, he's
0: a good egg. Yep. Well, I am now tired and delirious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know it's like this is a a while after our bedtime. So.
0: Yeah. Well, All right. well, thanks. Thanks for listening. listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. I got a poo. Okay, bye. (laughs)